Hello, and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. It's, we're so happy to have you with us here today. Hi, guys. Guess what? What? We just got back from vacation. Woohoo! Where'd we go, babe? We went to Destin, Florida. Well, did we really go to Destin, or did we go to Miramar Beach? Well, we were in I know. pretty much It's Destin. pretty much the same thing. But we, were, we stayed near the um, outlet mall. Near the outlet mall, which is between Sandestin and Destin. And so, I think so. Yeah. So when you get to Destin and you're looking at the ocean, you take a left. And then we keep going down there. Because there's two outlet malls, isn't there? There's that one that's got the uh, big out, outdoor sp- store. And then there you keep going down, you get the R outlet mall. I think there's two sets of oh, shops on, the, on that know. side. Anyway, we were the one that was further inland. And it was a blast. We had so much good, so much fun. What was your favorite part of vacation, babe? You know, I just really love to sit at the beach and... Yeah like stare at the waves or read a book or a magazine or something and just relax. I just yeah. feel like I can really relax at that point. Yes. Now, if our boys were in the room with the microphone, we'd ask them what their favorite part of the vacation was. What do you think they would say? Uh, they like the beach, but they don't. Yeah. They get tired yeah. quickly. Like after two days, they're like kind of. Yeah, they'd like go out for like two hours. And the next thing we know. They're in the condo for the rest of the day watching YouTube. Well, not the rest of the day. We, we yeah. sometimes went to the pool, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think if it, if it was just you and me on vacation, we'd probably be beach bums. And we like we would not leave the beach. Probably not. Especially with these condos that we got. This condo that we got is our second year staying here, and it comes with two chairs, which is really cool. Cause it, it two chairs. I'm uh, sorry, two chairs and an umbrella. The umbrella is the key. The key part there, I believe. Yeah. I mean, the chairs are nice. Because I have to have something to cut. You know, I I burn easily. Man, I burned so bad on the second day. You did burn. And it's still hurting a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think it was your fault. I think we just, you got, you were in the water a lot. Yeah. Well, the waves were kind of rough that day. So I was out there body surfing, looking like a beached whale. Anyway. uh, No. (laughs) Well, I was very, very pale. And so I, I burned really, really fast. And, uh, and so it still hurts a little bit. And then when I sat down in the chair, the sun was hitting one of my shoulders and one of my sides a little bit more than the other because the umbrella wasn't covering the sun there. And so what do we do on the way down to Destin? On the way down to Destin, we stopped in Tennessee mm-hmm. at our favorite little, uh, it's not city. really little Oh, city. Well, yeah. The church Franklin. is a little city. It's, it's not really, really that little actually. But um, we we stopped in because we wanted to visit a church we really like. Yes. That we mentioned on the podcast quite a bit. That it's some called, of our friends go to. Yeah, it's called Gray Center, and um, it's maybe not in Franklin. Maybe it's in. I don't know. Anyways, it's, it's down near there. Franklin. And uh, we had a really really great time. It was really yeah. It we was really good. blessed. Before the service started, we went in between the first and second service. They have two services there. We didn't go to the first service, but we went to, they have some, and this is what we're going to talk about a little bit more later on today. They had some prophetic ministry that was really cool. Yes, and if you haven't heard of that, basically, we haven't either. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's um, a group of people that I think feel called to that, and they get together, and they have oversight, and mm-hmm. um, there's uh, guidelines and it is not wacky at all. No, you just go and sit with them and they pray over you what they feel like the Lord's telling them. Yeah. And it's not like they spend 10 minutes in prayer 
when you sit down at the table, it's like they s- get started talking to you right when you sit down. Yeah. Um, and then the service was good. We're going to talk more about prophetic here in a little bit, but I just wanted to go over what yeah. the whole service was like before we go back. The service was neat because God just moved. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it was just, mm-hmm. there wasn't, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, look at us. This yeah. God's moving. Yeah. It was like they started with worship. And they continue to worship. I think they only did three songs, and it took like an hour to go through those three songs because God was I just moving remember. in the song in the songs. And then the pastor got up and he's like, "I don't know what to do. I yeah. feel like God is moving." And he shared a little bit, but he and really didn't he talk much. Waited on the Lord, and then we just waited in silence for a moment. And then he said, "I feel like God's doing this. I feel like God's doing this. And if that applies to you." Stand up, and basically everybody stood up in and the whole place. And he proclaimed a lot of things the Lord was breaking off of yeah. people. Yeah, and he declared fire on people. Yeah, the fire was yeah burning it up. Yeah, the bad things, or and maybe it, sparking good things. And it was really impressive. As a as a pastor, I was really impressed with. And now, um, if you go to this church and whatever, and you think I'm wrong, just correct me. I guess send me a message. But I think what the pastor was doing was going to some of his younger staff members. He's the oldest on the staff, I think, so everybody else is younger than him. But going to his staff members, and basically, from what I could tell by watching him, he was asking them what they felt like God was doing in the service, what direction God was wanting to go. And he was trying to get some insight from these other people, and it really impressed me because um, it showed lack of pride. Mm -hmm. It showed that he was willing to hear from others yeah, and, it was like a team effort, and and they probably confirmed what he was feeling. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he probably, I, it just seemed to me that he was wanting to make sure that that's the direction God was wanting to go with the service, which I thought was really really cool. Um, and that really impressed me, and then, and then uh, the whole service went that way. He didn't preach. We got prayed for. Then Ellie got prayed for after the service. Yeah, it was really good. Um, they, my my friends who we were visiting. Um, she was like, go get prayer. And I was like, oh, okay. And (laughs) I didn't really understand like their process, but I think they have prayer every service and you kind of get, you kind of get in a line and then the, there's a person at the head of the line that tells you, okay, now you can go and tell you where to go get prayer. So it's, I guess a little less crowded. Yeah. It's more organized. Yeah. So she's like, just go stand over there. And I was like, okay. And then, um, they, sent me to these ladies and, I, and they said, what, what do you want prayer for? And I was like, I don't know. I just want more of God. You know, I yeah. was thinking, cause she told me to go. So I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, why not? And so, um, they started praying over me and they started praying for more intimacy with the Lord. And, um, I had already gotten in the word earlier that day that I, she told me that I, sometimes hear from the Lord, but I don't think it's the Lord. I think it's just me. And I doubt that it's the Lord. And I was like, yes, that's me. I sometimes I think I hear maybe something, but then I'm like, no, 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 that's just me. I'm so I discount it. And she's like, no, it's really the Lord. Yeah. And then later after church, they were praying for me and they were praying basically about that. And Mm -hmm. then at some point, the lady goes, can I put my hands on your ears? And I was like, yeah. And she started, she put her hands on my ears. Immediately when she did that, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit. And I, and she was, and I kind of vaguely don't remember exactly everything. I just remember it was all right on. Yeah. But she said something like, 
she was breaking off something that was hindering me from hearing the Lord. Mm. And I just, I almost fell over like it was so intense. Yeah. The, the presence of God was like really intense. And I just was like, it was, I mean, I felt it in my legs. I felt it throughout my whole body, like just a heaviness and kind of a weakness and just an intenseness. My stomach, I felt like was shaking. I mean, it was just like crazy. And she clapped at one point and she's like, it's done or something like that. And I was like, yes, I, I mean, I, I had my eyes closed the entire time. Yeah. But it was just, it was wild. And I even went, we even went to lunch afterwards and I still was feeling, yeah, feeling it pretty intensely. Like that's, I, that's a, a lot for me, but, um, and ever since then I have felt like I've been hearing the Lord like wow. pretty easily. That's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I think, was that me or was that God? And I think sometimes it is you, yeah. you know, and you just have to say, well, God, I'm not sure if this was you or, or me, but I'm just going to put it on the shelf and not worry about it for right now. And just keep moving forward. Yeah. And so that that was not a bad way to start the vacation. No. It, <laughs> it actually led to some conversations the rest of the week while we we're gone and down in Destin. That night we would go sit on the patio mm-hmm. of our condo and we'd just talk about, I know you spent some time typing out the words that we got during the mm-hmm. prophetic time. And, and we'd just talk it out and just discuss, okay, now what did this mean to you? You know, and And it was really, really good. Um, so let's, uh, today we're going to talk about, um, how to handle prophetic words. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And that, yeah. that it's a good thing and, yeah. and it can bless you or what it is. And cause I think, I think sometimes, especially in, um, our society and the way that, you know, we have fortune tellers, we have all these weird things that are not from God and then we have the prophetic. And I think a lot of times we are afraid that the prophetic would be, something hokey and something mystical and something weird or whatever. And, and and I think that I think what God is really wanting us to do is learn how to hear for his voice and understand Mm -hmm. that the prophetic is still alive and is still necessary for our lives. Just like every other office, every other fivefold office in the, in, in the church is God wants to use these things, Mm -hmm. but we're afraid of, of just the mysticalism or whatever, yeah. or, or the abuse. Or maybe getting it wrong. Like some people have have abused yeah. prophetic they ministry. Yeah, like the attention maybe. Yeah. Or, or the power that they feel like they have over people. Yeah. Because the coolest thing about the, our prophetic time was the ladies kept saying, now if this isn't God, just throw it away. Yeah, don't worry if this about is it. Not, yeah. If this doesn't resonate with you, then just get rid of it. It's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. And so they weren't contrin- trying to control our lives. Actually, they didn't want to know who we were. They didn't want to know they anything. They didn't know anything about us. They had yeah. never met us before in their life. For all they and knew, they got it completely right. For all they knew, I was a car salesman. Yeah. You know, and and you were just a stay-at-home They told mom me things whatever. that I didn't even know the Lord was concerned about. But I was concerned about it. Yeah. But I didn't think he really was noticing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have prayed about it a lot. But he, he gave me instruction for something that I actually was very confused about. Yeah. And cleared it up for me in an instant. Yeah. And so, you know, prophetic ministry, what it should do in your life is it should confirm what you feel like God's already saying to you. And it should speak to things, areas that, that you've been praying about. And it sh- and, and there should be a, 
a um a confirmation in your heart or in your spirit I, i'm trying to say the right words what, how would you well, describe it i mean it? i don't think it has to be something that god's already told you or anything like, to, but i think it the will things resonate i heard with you. yes yes like the things i heard were new to me and i was like wow i never thought about it like yeah. that that's really insightful but then there was other parts where i was like oh yes that's exactly what i thought but i in my depression or in my dismissiveness i mm-hmm. had minimized it and yeah. actually that is from the lord it, yeah it's hard to explain without the details but it was like amazing but it should resonate with you something in your spirit yeah. should be like yes yes or I mean, that's why before you go in, if you, if you, before any sort of prophetic ministry, whether it's you're praying for yourself or you're praying for others or getting receiving prayer from others, you should, you should, we, we as Christians, we need to learn how to hear the voice of God for Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's one thing they told us before we went in is like, we believe that everyone can hear for God themselves. And, and I think when you start practicing hearing the voice of God for yourself, and then somebody prays for you because I've been I've been prophesied over by people not in a prophetic room so to speak like we went to this last time yeah but, but just at the altar at the or altars or whatever and they're like well, I don't know if this is God or not but I just keep hearing and it was right on it was something mm-hmm. that even I I don't I don't remember exact details I have them in my journals but um, there was some times where I was literally praying about it that morning or even ten minutes before they yeah. came up to me yeah. And this isn't about cold reading or whatever, you know, like, or reading people like, like these guys do in the Vegas shows. Mm-hmm. This is something that God is just speaking directly. And they're not talking about, and your mother who died, blah, blah. No, that's nothing like that. Yeah. It's, it's things that you're dealing with that there's pretty much no way anybody would know that anyway. Right. Half the time. And so it's, it's just com- confirming what God is trying to do in your life. And there should be some confirmation there, some. Yeah. Some resonating in your spirit when it yeah. comes to prophetic And ministry. if there's not, that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong, actually, but just put it on the shelf. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is just write it down, stick it, stick it away and don't worry about it. Yeah. And then, you know, let God blossom it if it blossoms. Yeah. yeah. So it's nothing to be scared of. Um, I was just looking at the scriptures and First um, Corinthians 14 is a really good. Um, chapter to look at if you're interested in learning more about this but w- one of the verses verse 31 says for you can all prophesy in turn so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged yeah i mean that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened to me i got yeah. instructions and then you got encouraged and i was completely encouraged Yeah, if you get discouraged in a prophetic word that's not from the lord it's probably not from god yeah Unless you're discouraged because you know you're doing something wrong anyway, and you're like, dang it, God called me on my sin. I don't know. I think when you get convicted, it's a freeing, yeah. like an opening. You're like, yes, I need to let that go. Yeah, conviction and con- condemnation like are two feeling. separate things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so prophetic words should encourage and should instruct. And, um, you know, I was looking at Ephesians 4. And see, when I was thinking about this topic and th- thinking about the prophetic ministry we experienced before we went to uh, on our vacation, and this was part of our vacation, but um, before we got to Destin and we went and visited this church, was the fact that it struck me that they are trying to, inco- this is a different way to incorporate the prophetic 
and like incorporate the gifts of the spirit or the fivefold ministries or whatever in the church without it interrupting a service, so to speak. Mm -hmm. In fact, they even tell their people not to come back for three months after they go yeah. through the room. They want, I think, to spread the love a little yeah. bit. And and they don't want people coming back all the time. And and not, yeah, depending on them. Yeah, depending on these words for direction in their life. Yeah, because, and I was just listening to a podcast today. It was a sermon. And it's basically, they said, don't let yesterday's manna be your bread for today. Yeah. And so just because we were encouraged and blessed so much um, two weeks ago. Yeah doesn't mean I can live on that high forever. Mm -hmm. And that's just like youth camp. Yeah. And that's just like a whole lot yeah. of things. Revival. It, yeah. And God shared that with me as well. He, he in the past, and I, I remember this to this day, don't don't live on yesterday's anointing, you know, or yesterday's manna or whatever. Right. You need to study the word of God every day. Yeah. You need to hear the word of God for your life every day. It may sound very similar to yesterday's word. God might have to tell you repeatedly day after day after day, you're my son, you're my daughter, I love you. And that, but he needs to give it to you fresh every day. Yeah. Every day, every day. You know, I, I'm on a diet, you know, I'm working out a lot. I basically eat the same breakfast every morning, mm -hmm. but it's not yesterday's breakfast. Yeah. It's today's breakfast, even though it looks exactly the same as yesterday's. Mm -hmm. And so I can't be like, well, I had eggs and oatmeal yesterday, so that's my breakfast today, and I'm not going to go ahead and cook it because I had it yesterday. Yeah, I had breakfast two weeks ago, so I'm good. So in the same way, I mean, you might be getting similar verses, similar words from God, but you need, the, you need it every day. Yeah. Even if you read the same verse over and over and over, you need to read that verse for today. Yeah. And if you get overwhelmed by trying to get time for the Lord... You know, just start small. I think yeah. we've said this before, but I mean, 10 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, 10 minutes of praying, 10 minutes of reading. Yeah. You know, you, you have, you can find 20 minutes in your day. Yeah. To do that. Yeah. I've been uh, starting out, I think just in the last few weeks on Jesus calling um, the devotional. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's very popular. It's been around a while. I just had i'm late to the show on that but <laughs> um i've been really enjoying it it's yeah. a short you know reading and then scriptures yeah. but it's really um been encouraging me but this is the season for you to have it so even though you're late to this show this, this is, is your my season, season to have it yeah so this is my season for it so anyway we were just you know we thought we'd talk about the prophetic a little bit and how do, how do we handle the prophetic you know what do we do with words after we receive words prophetic words what are some what are some tips that you would give to people? I think you should pray. Yeah. Into the words. I don't yeah. think you should just like write them down and forget about it. Yeah. I think you should pray. I was listening to podcasts with Bill um Johnson. Yeah, over in California. Bethel, yeah. Yeah. And um he I guess he has had a lot of words over the years and he keeps them in a notebook and he like prays over them all the time and reads yeah. them. And um he when he was in the hospital going through some physical problems that's something that really kept him mm. afloat i guess was just kept him encouraged was having those those notebooks yeah brought to the hospital and he would read them so yeah i also heard that he'll like have a lot of his prophetic messages now recorded like he'll make sure that he gets his phone out and records yeah, them yeah i think and then he'll put them in his itunes like whatever and it'll 
he's like, sometimes I'll be listening to a song, but then the next thing I'm listening to a prophetic word. My, I let my phone do the, do the prophesying That's for funny. me. And so like, he lets his phone do the he's like, he's like one time I had three prophetic words <laughs> That's hilarious. separated by years. They were extremely similar. Come up what? back to back to back. That's so cool. And it so was on shuffle. Probably. It was on shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so God like knew what he needed at the moment and manipulated his phone. I don't yeah. know. I mean, we're not saying prophetic words are more important than scripture by no. any means, but I think it is important. And I think that it is something that you can, um, you know, reread and pray over and, yeah. and, uh, prophetic words, into. true prophetic words will not contradict the Bible. Correct. That it will actually, um, it will actually come, it'll line up with the Bible, what the word is saying. It will never contradict what the word of God says. So if you get a, if you get a prophetic message and then you read a verse that's complete opposite, maybe the prophetic message needs to get thrown away because the Bible is never going to be thrown away. It's always right. Right, right. And so, Absolutely. I'm just saying that. Yeah. No, I know. I just wanted to throw that should, out there as well. I think sometimes you can be like, well, scripture is awesome and prophetic yeah. words are, oh, I don't know. You know, but I think, you know, over the years, I've just decided that maybe they are important and yeah. we need to. Um, well, God still speaks to us today. He's not. A yeah. Dead well, God, I guess I so. guess in my mind, everyone's like, put them on the shelf, put them on the shelf. Yeah. Which I am telling people to do that right now. But I'm also saying take them off the shelf and pray over them yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Don't put them on the shelf to stay there forever. And don't forget. Yeah, don't f- just forget about them. Yeah. Because, you know, I have a prophetic word that I have saved in my phone that I know was from God. It was. But it hasn't come to fruition yet. And it's been how long? It's been like six years, it feels like. Five or six years. Yeah. And I'll still listen to it every once. Not often. Not as often as I used to. Yeah, not every day or anything. But I'll still listen to it every once in a while. If I'm praying and I feel like God's, hey, remember that word? Yeah. I'll pull it out and I'll listen to it again. I'll get encouraged by it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, well, this makes even more sense now than it did then. Yeah. You know, and. And it is hard to wait on the Lord, especially when you've had words. And sometimes I wonder, God, why do you tell us things? Mm so far in advance if we have to wait yeah but there's a reason for that he's developing patience in us and and i've asked god about this maybe he wants us to pray into that yeah i've asked god about this specific word a few times like god why'd you give it to me so long ago if it's not even happened yet and i know five or six years isn't so long to some people it is to me and i felt like he said have you seen her since the lady that gave me this word right i said no he's like then that's why I gave it to you that long ago because I needed her to give you this word and you have not seen her since. Wow. And I complained to a friend, you know, God was telling us this and this, but, you know, it's not happening. And she said, his timing's perfect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We'll just have to wait on the Lord or ask yep. him in heaven on some things. Yep. So anyway, we, we want to encourage you and now. Here, one thing I don't want to challenge you to do is, you know, we did kind of do this with this trip, but, you know, don't go completely out of your way running down prophetic people for prophetic. Right. Don't. But, you know, we just happen to be going through the area. Yeah. And we thought about, we talked about, we both felt strongly we needed to go to Grace Center on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both thought, well, hey, they have a prophetic mystery. Won't we just go to that since we're going to be in the area? Right. Um, we didn't chase it down. We didn't go, you know, cause, cause we're not, we're not letting prophetic ministry drive our lives. Right. But we're letting it sort of, um, bless us, bless us. Yeah. 
and and, conf- and affirm us and encourage us and instruct us. Mm-hmm. So. But I think it's okay to seek out yeah. words from the Lord and um, and desire to be yeah. someone who gives words. I remember when I was in Bible school, and that was a long time ago, <laughs> like 20 years, um, I would pray every night. I would pray that I would be um, someone that God would give me words of knowledge mm-hmm. to people. And this was mostly because I felt a calling to be a counselor. And I felt yeah. like those two things really go together. Like yeah. I can be in a counseling session with someone and speak into their lives yeah. from the Lord. And so, and I won't, I usually don't say thus say the Lord or anything like that, but I just want to be used. Yeah. So, um, and I still, I still, want to do that so and my dad a long time ago he gave me a, a word of advice on the way down to the same bible college um he said because at the time i was feeling like i was hearing from god a lot for things and he said just you know don't go say thus saith the lord say i feel like god is saying right because that gives room for you to be wrong right and people people get it wrong sometimes yes yeah. and so if you say i feel like god may be saying this then then that's not a, now you have to act on this, what I'm about to say. And it's more like, okay, I, I was just trying to be obedient. And so listen, I also want to encourage our listeners, if you feel like God is sharing things with you that you need to share with others, step out in faith. Yeah, as long as it's encouraging. Yeah, yeah. step I out. Mean, as long as you're not having a spirit of trying to manipulate or yeah. whatever, but I don't think you are. I think if you pray and ask God to give you words of wisdom or knowledge for people, you know, it's going to be scary mm-hmm. to say something to somebody. Right. And and you just need to step out and you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know if God's trying to say something to you at that moment that is encouraging for that person that they need to hear at that moment. Right. And um, you don't want to miss God on that. So uh, I believe the prophetic is very important for our church today. Uh, just like all the other fivefold ministries mm-hmm. in every gift. It's still in action. It is still for us today. Mm-hmm. Um, we might do someday. I don't know. We might do a podcast on that. But um, I, I strongly believe in the fivefold gifts: the apostles, prophets, teachers. Um, I don't remember the other ones. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see, put the scripture in the evangelists show and something else. Anyway, um, you know the thing is, we see evangelists, we see teachers, we see pastors all the time. But we don't see apostles and we don't see prophets. Those are the five. Well, maybe they're not called that, but yeah, well, they're still well, being we, used. We we have people that they're that they sort of look down on those other two. They're like they're suspicious of those other two. Yeah. And we need to not be suspicious. We need to Yeah, it's like we're okay with teachers and we're okay with pastors. Yeah. And evangelists. And evangelists. We're allow we we allow those three ones. And I think some pastors out there, some people that call themselves pastors are actually apostles. Mm-hmm. And some are some teachers are actually prophets. But mm-hmm. we're afraid they're afraid to label that because there's such some sort of stig- stigma, stigma on those yeah. on those two. And I believe that we need and we're going to see more of that, I think, as as before God returns. Yeah. Having more of those come out. But don't be afraid of the prophetic. Don't worship the prophetic. Worship God. Yeah. And he will he will speak to you through people and he also speak to you for yourself. So. I believe that everybody can hear from God for um, themselves. I'm just thinking about, and I think this was last year, there was a podcast where this prophet, and I think his name's David, but I'll have to look for sure. He um, came to the church and he 
was giving words, um, I think at the end of the service. And he was this at our church or was this on a podcast? It was on a podcast. Okay. And he um shared like a number and said, Does that mean anything for anybody? And the guy stood up and was like, That's my phone number <laughs> and it went on to go he went in on to say more to him. But then um it was on Alan and AJ's podcast. Alan then interviewed David at the after mm-hmm. service and said, you know, what's it like for you? Let's just go- walk through it and just what do you hear and how does it go? And and it was really neat to kind of get his process. And so I might post a link to yeah. that in the show yeah. notes if I can find it. Because it's kind of neat to hear someone say, well, I, I saw a number. Mm-hmm. and But it wasn't the whole number. But as soon as I started speaking it, then the rest of it came. And, you know, just kind of hear how it goes for them. And maybe it can give you some insight into maybe how it might feel for you. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, hon, will you pray to close us out today? Yeah, Lord, thank you so much for all your gifts and for your encouragement and your instructions. And thank you for caring about the details of our lives that we think aren't important enough for you, Lord. You do care. Um, you care about our relationships. You care about our jobs, our coworkers, our bosses, Lord, our finances. And Lord, we just thank you so much that you're so big, but yet you care about those things and that we can trust you with those things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you need to contact us, you can get to us through our church website, eaglesofyouchurch.com. And, and then there's the contact tab there. That'll go straight to us. Um, also, if, you, if you're friends with us on Facebook, um, you can hit us up and we will contact you back. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. We will talk to you next week. When the boys are back in school. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.